Welcome back. And it's the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Continuing to break down the Patriots' 24-21 loss to the Bills yesterday. A guy who was in the building, one of the few allowed in the building yesterday, was NFL on CBS sideline reporter Evan Washburn. Evan, thanks for being with us. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Good to be back here uh, in Baltimore where it's not uh, – 40-degree wind gusts and about 30 degrees uh, on the field. So I'm, I'm thawed out and feeling good. What impact did you think the weather had on the game overall? Uh, largely, I don't think a major impact because there weren't critical kicks and big moments that I can think of. I, I do think that for New England side of things, they were going to be run heavy based off of personnel, not so much the weather, but it, it is a challenge to throw in those conditions. And conversely, I don't think that the Bills decided to run as much as they did because of the wind, which was legitimate, but more so just what they felt like was most effective against what New England was doing defensively. You know, we hear the broadcast on TV, and it sounds pretty normal to the fans. What's it like being field level for a game with no fans? Absolutely eerie. Uh, I've come up with multiple descriptions for it. Uh, at times, it feels like we're producing a commercial because everyone's in their full garb, but there's no atmosphere around it. Uh, the best way I think I've sort of heard it described, actually by uh, my teammate Ian Eagle, no longer, when there's no fans, are you necessarily covering or broadcasting an event it's a game it's it's strictly a game but yesterday had had some intensity to it i think because of the stakes the conditions made you focus more so on those things and the the field itself but some of these early season games i've been to where there's been no fans and the and the weather's great uh you really notice it how has your job changed this season in comparison to seasons past Pretty dramatically in, in the sense that I'm not actually on the field and I'm in the first row of the stadium. I would say to the viewer at home, hopefully it's been the goal. and I think we've achieved it for the most part through eight weeks that the information doesn't change, the expediency of it uh, in terms of the coverage and, and making sure that I'm the eyes and ears. It requires some logistical things ahead of time, knowing where I can be, where I can't be in terms of getting to the other side of the stadium, how coaches want to communicate uh, at halftime, that sort of thing. Uh, but otherwise, it's, uh, it, it's again, hopefully to, to folks at home feeling pretty normal. Patriots lose yesterday. They're 2-5, and five, certainly on the very outside looking in of any kind of playoff speculation. The, and they're certainly frustrated. What's the body language like, the tone of the sideline as you sit in that first row? Yesterday, I was I was impressed and, and, and really felt that New England came into that game with an intense amount of urgency and desire to try and, and claw to find a win. And I really think that, I mean, they were driving. I mean, they, they did everything necessary with a really minimal, especially offensively, cast of characters to win that game. I, I think, look, as I think Damian Harris said it, there's no moral victories, but you and I can describe that game. And, and I think it's fair to say that there's a lot of positive to take away in terms of what you're talking about, the effort, the body language, the intensity, the no give up in that Patriots team. But 
this is a this is a results oriented business and they didn't get the result but i i was struck by how into that game they were from start to finish evan washburn of cbs with us here on the brady farkas show wdev am and fm and wdevradio.com when you watch cam newton specifically how does he look to you he looks like a guy who's trying to figure out how to blend what it is he does at this point in his career with how Josh McDaniels and the New England offense is run. I, I think that there's been some give and take because these are really smart minds, but New England has a system and, and Cam's working his way through it. I mean, we're talking to him the night before the game and he's describing it as very different to what it is he's used to and he's putting in a ton of time and effort to try and understand it. It puts a lot on the quarterback position mentally so that it actually takes a lot off of some of the skill positions. So it, it's just it, it's a lot for him to work through, and, and he's been public about at times thinking too much. And I thought he did a good job yesterday. They, they allowed him to, to react and make plays with his legs, and, and unfortunately for New England, that led to a, a, eventually a fumble as he was making his way down the field. But that's what I see from Cam. He's, he's a guy who's still working his way through a very new environment and experience patriots offense as a whole certainly unheralded as you kind of just described you've seen a bunch of other good offenses this year from that field level position just how different does it look speed size physicality everything from the patriots versus what you would describe as a quote good offense i would say that the biggest difference and what i don't see in new england is explosiveness and whether that be when you're covering a chiefs game and they've just got weapons upon weapons, whether it be Kelsey down the middle, Tyree Kill streaking down the field, Demarcus Robinson, McCole Hardman. I mean, they've just got guys that can burn and just separate, and then obviously they have a special talent. And Mahomes that can chuck it up, or you're doing a Baltimore game, and, and Lamar's running that read option to perfection, and they're tucking and hiding the ball, and they chunk off some plays. So, I mean, there's just – you don't see – and you saw this yesterday – what's required to get from one end of the field to the other is at times a Herculean task for New England offensively the way they're currently constituted. You know, I'm in the minority on this based on what other media think. I had zero issue with the onside kick yesterday. Like you said, the the Patriots, it's a Herculean task to get down the field. And when you're out, man, you try crazy things. And this, to me, was something I've been calling for. Like, hey, just do something different. They did it. It didn't work. But I had no problem with it. What did you think when it happened in real time? I was surprised by it uh, it, because the the way I look at it, and I – I'll say this. I, I think I tend to agree with, with your your perspective and, and the way you're coming down on it because they needed to to create a short field to try and stack points there. And, and the, the only problem is, is they, they did have so much positive momentum after scoring that touchdown. I get, I'm trying to put it together now, but it's off the Jacoby Myers two-point conversion, yep. correct? Yep. And uh, I, I think that at that point, specific to what you were asking about before. I mean, their sideline was juiced. They felt like they they were in that game and they they grabbed all the momentum necessary to win that game. And that's where it becomes deflating to not get the onside kick. But I I think it's, it's one of those, it's an easy stance to say, Oh, you shouldn't do it because they didn't get it. And had they got it, it would have been perfect. So, uh, Based off of how challenging it was for them to move the ball offensively, I can't fault them for trying to uh, double up there.
Evan Washburn, CBS with us here. Brady Farkas Show, WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Pats may be in the market for a young quarterback next year in the draft. And I think, if I'm remembering correctly, you got to see Justin Herbert in person against the Bucks. What did you think of him and how good he's been so early? Wow, I was really uh, impressed, Brady. I, I, I got to speak with Justin and, and cover some of his pre-draft uh, sort of availability and process. And, and there was a lot of question. He was somewhat of a polarizing draft prospect. People didn't think he was, for lack of a better term, alpha enough. They didn't see the production at Oregon. He was more of, oh, man, the measurables are there, but we're just not sure it translates. And he was going to sit behind Tyrod, which would have probably been the case uh, if not for that really unfortunate thing that happened to Tyrod Taylor. Mm -hmm. But once we saw him come in in incredibly unique circumstance in Kansas City, and then, as you mentioned, seeing him, I guess it was either one or two weeks later down in Tampa, so impressive by his one is athleticism which has been well documented but his pocket awareness i mean he's a guy that can run with anybody like a josh allen like a lamar and he will do that but he'll also feel the rush slide into a better throwing platform and just uncork some some gorgeous throws so and he's brilliant i mean he's, he's a really smart guy i mean he's i think he won the academic heisman is is how it's described so I, I think la is in a great spot with him i'll get you out of here on this he was playing against tom brady in that game down in tampa just to to rub the knife in a little bit more to new england fans how did brady look when you saw him in tampa versus what you've seen from him in new england over the years well, in, in the game we had, he threw a pick six in the first quarter. Yeah. So it was kind of feeling like, ooh, is this train heading off the tracks here? Because it had, it, been, it was a admittedly bumpy ride out of the gate for, for Tom in, in Tampa. Because, as you guys well know up there, I mean, he needs everything to be in the right spot. Everybody's got to be on the same page. I mean, it's maniacal in terms of how they're going to approach things offensively with Tom. But they seem to have gotten to that place, and he just keeps adding uh, – uh, pieces around him and I think that whether it be Byron Leftwich or um, uh, Bruce Arians they've given more of the offense to Tom Brady it's it, that's the sense when I was there in week four it felt like maybe more of a 60-40 proposition Tom the 60-40 the what uh, the, the Bucks and Bruce and, and Byron wanted to do but it, the more you watch them week in and week out it feels like it's trending more towards maybe like 80-20 which I, I think is smart I mean if, you, if you're going to bring Tom in for this one to two year rental window to try and capture some attention and maybe get to a Super Bowl let him do whatever he needs to be and feel successful Evan Washburn NFL on CBS Island reporter he was there yesterday in Buffalo for the Patriots 24-21 loss appreciate all the perspective Evan and we'll uh, We'll do it again sometime down the road. Thank you. You got it, Brady. Anytime.